0: This episode of Mean Mommy Kink is about age play and sex. Viewer discretion advised. Hello and welcome to Mean Mommy Kink podcast. And you're here with Jackie Riot and
1: Miss Lola Sunshine.
0: And this is episode 24 and we have a really sexy episode for you today. Super
1: excited. Um,
0: It's going to be really good. But before we get into it I want to talk about my business spotlight because you know I love to do my spotlight and today our spotlight is going to be on one of the instagrams I've been perving a little bit it's called I know right (laughs) it's called slow burn leather okay Mm -hmm. so slow burn leather just get into that name first off just mm. right
1: it's already sexy
0: it's sexy okay so the person who runs this is um an asian leather worker um i don't know how they identify but it's giving queer to me i don't know i'm not an expert but
1: (laughs) judging by the designs they're definitely queer no straight person could design this leather i'm sorry i'm just gonna say it if you're straight and offended you can leave it's fine
0: it's giving queer i don't make the rules um but the thing that i loved when i went there that sort of just stopped me it's called a star bridge hobble skirt so just imagine Mm. your body is encased in this like magenta uh, vegan leather straps it's like a cage for for your whole lower body but it's a skirt So it's like a strappy Mm -hmm. skirt situation, bondage cage outfit. It looks so fucking good. I just want to
1: respectfully run my hands down those straps. Okay. (laughs) I was on there and saw multiple harnesses that just had like so many straps and they were so well placed like the Mm. style lines of these full body harnesses are exceptional um so if you're someone that likes to look extra which you know i i myself may be one of those people um (laughs) feel free to pop in and take a look at this incredible leather worker
0: yeah, absolutely. And it's I'm really glad you mentioned placement because anyone can just p- kind of put straps on something, but these mm-hmm. these are laid in such a way that it really accentuates the curves of whoever would wear this. And yes. it's super adjustable and could be very restricting or it could be, you know, very accessible <laughs> if you need to get in there. So Right. Yes. We just wanted to give them a few minutes of a shout out because we are fans and they also have a website which is slowburnleather.com so s-l-o-w-b-u-r-n-l-e-a-t-h-e-r.com and on instagram yes so good so good
1: so our subject today if you have not figured out by the title already um is an adult subject And by adult, we really mean adult. This is going to definitely be a Dark Age Play episode. So if you're not an adult, and that means in most places 18 or over, you should turn this off right now. This is not the podcast for you in general, but the episode especially is not for you. Um, And if you're just someone that doesn't like to hear about Dark Age Play, that is totally fine. We love you. Take care of yourself and just go ahead and turn this off right now Um, because this is an entire podcast episode about age plan sex which is one of my favorite things i'm really excited um, but once again we do not mean anything to do with actual biological children um if you're someone that thinks that that's what this is first of all fuck you yeah literally <laughs> Second of all,
0: literally fuck you first off <laughs> literally
1: fuck you like we literally. don't this is not we're not here to justify your existence we don't we don't want you no. in our universe. We don't want you on our planet, actually. So you can get out as well, um, and you know, just drop your address in a note to us so that we can get it. Yeah, to just the come FBI. outside,
0: bro. I just want to talk. Yeah, I just, just, just want to talk, talk to you. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just for give, real, for real.
0: I just want to give my disclaimer too, as we talk about these things. We're in this weird moment in society where we can't say any of my favorite words, which is sex, right? Which is age play, which is damn near trans or queer, anything, right? You're not really supposed to even say these words. On internet dyke is not allowed on the
1: internet you know all of these words so the amount of times I've had to type the Japanese yen symbol so that Instagram doesn't zap the word dyke is just shameful it's so obnoxious
0: and so one of the reasons I love this this platform is that I can say the word sex I can say the word age play I can say fuckers and all kinds of things and you're just listening to them right I don't have to spell anything (laughs) Mm -hmm. and if you're here, you're here, right? Um, But the other thing about this is that we don't necessarily know who, who is going to come to this um forum. And unfortunately, right. folks have been saying so many awful things about LGBT folks, queer trans folks, and they just, any sort of lie that they have about mm-hmm. these people, they will project onto all of us. And so that's where the whole groomer thing is coming from. That's where, you know, drag queens are... Uh, a danger to people and all its other right. lies these myths we were right? just
1: talking about this like people that are in no way kinksters are being dragged into a conversation about sex which is just weird right. you know what i mean like right. a drag queen at an all-out ages show is just trying to make a little Has money nothing to, go home. to do
0: with kink and or sex it's like <laughs> literally you can see sexier things on broadway like what are you talking literally about? that
1: so, and kinksters don't want anything to do with an all ages anything. So nothing. people need to stop conflating these things because they are not the same, and they like the ones that are sex don't have to do with children and the ones that are not sex are not about sex so like really can we stop this it's it's getting you know, really old
0: you know what's interesting it's like when you hear about furries people don't assume oh they're having sex with animals they're just like oh you're a furry it's an imagination
1: thing right actually the right does assume that the oh right God. the right loves to take things that are either like hilariously absurd or just like a random kink and then like turn it into something that it absolutely is not like most of the people I know that are furries just like draw cartoons and hang out with each other on the internet it has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do right. with having sex with animals like what in the absolutely. world like and that's how the did point you look was at that making. cartoon fox and decide that that was what was happening like what? <laughs>
0: but that's the point I was making. But you know what's interesting? It's not like everyone who has rope people are like, "Oh, they probably kidnap people or something." Like right. you won't necessarily. But these right. these these kinks that really make people nervous, like age play, especially when mm-hmm. you include sex, folks minds will go to their worst SVU episode they ever
1: saw. They'll just go Literally. to these
0: places and it's like, "These are adults in outfits,
1: y'all." Like, not only adults in outfits, but in an ideal world, which we're about to talk about in a minute, adults in outfits that have fully discussed this, yes, that are all in the same page. This Correct. is not, like, I just, I don't understand, like, kingsters are the nerdiest people about negotiation and consent, so, like, how this shit gets conflated with all else is just baffling to me.
0: Yeah, and honestly, the amount of conversations before each of these scenes really needs to be stressed, because you're mm-hmm. not just... Oops, I'm going to wear a diaper and surprise my partner and see how they feel about it. It's usually there's been many, many weeks, months of conversation right. before you do any of this stuff. Right? Bitch, so, the
1: outfits alone, okay? Like, girl. these don't just appear at your doorstep by the age play fairy. <laughs> like, what the? F- <laughs> Literally, same thing with furries.
0: Them outfits are like 10 grand a piece. They are
1: so goddamn expensive. It is wild. That is why the majority of furries, I know, just hang out on the internet because they can't afford the full thing because they're really fucking expensive.
0: Absolutely. And so that's my point. It's like people who are literally minding their business, doing nothing to you. People are creating these narratives and stories about them. And so we do want to talk a little bit about sort of two types of kinksters who come to age play, right? Um, And mm-hmm. I think Lola and I are a great example of both sides of this, right? Because mm-hmm. I did have trauma that happened to me and age play was one of the things that I used to explore, but I think we should talk a little bit about how there's a difference between using age play and working through some of your traumas with kink and therapy versus versus exactly replicating and copying the abuse that happened to you right like finding a way to make it the exact same scenario over and over and over again those are different things um and Mm -hmm. so there are people who are into age play and sex I can't lie and say that folks his histories don't come into play but there Mm -hmm. are ways to do that where you are not reliving and re-traumatizing yourself over and over again. You're doing it from a place of strength. And then Mm -hmm. there are other folks like Lola who don't have that narrative
1: at all. Yeah, no, we were talking a little bit while we were kind of getting this episode together and, you know, plenty of fucked up things happened to me when I was a kid, but sexual assault wasn't one of them amazingly. And I'm very grateful for that, but I'm still a huge person that's into dark age plays. So it doesn't have to be that like something happened to you and now you're expressing it. Like, that's not necessarily what this is. If you came to being turned on by this because that got lodged in you somewhere, that's okay. Again, do your therapy work. Make sure you're good. Make sure you're not just re-traumatizing yourself over and over again. Right. But like our desires come from all sorts of weird, fucked up, odd places, but they don't always have to be, oh, this happened to you. So you're into that, right? Yeah, you could have been because-
0: inspired by it,
1: but it doesn't mean you have to stay there. Right. You don't have to live in
0: that
1: space. Yeah. Yeah. So a parallel to this is I am also someone that does a lot of blood play and scenes that break the skin. Mm -hmm. And I will definitely have talks with people that have done self-injury stuff in the past because it, it might be how you came to here, but you shouldn't still be in that place, if that makes any sense.
0: That's a really great analogy. And I also have had scenes with people who had um, intensive histories of cutting, who then Mm -hmm. wanted decorative cutting, or Mm -hmm. specific bruising patterns like they wanted an aesthetic or an experience
1: and that they controlled and they controlled. controlled exactly course. that they they controlled that it wasn't coming from that same place that that cutting used to come from so it's almost kind of a parallel to that like mm-hmm. if you got here because something happened to you that was not in your control that isn't your fault but you can do something in your control if you have that desire that is okay to express that but again you want to be in a good place before you jump into that if that makes any sense you don't want to start from like where you would start day 1 at a therapist's office talking about this that's not the place to start dark age play
0: Yes, absolutely. And so I would definitely tell people if you're someone who had something happen to you and you're trying to explore, um you have to feel comfortable having sex with yourself. Um mm-hmm. cuz I know for some people who are survivors, even masturbation can feel violating because you don't feel you have ownership of your body yet. So mm-hmm. if if you don't feel ownership of your body yet, you should not and should not be recreating or replicating previous harm that happened to you just to be 100% clear like if you can't stand in your own body and say I like to be hit without it reminding you of the time somebody hit you Mm -hmm. then then that's not a safer place to start from and so that the journey Mm -hmm. to get to that is an individual journey that takes therapy and community and maybe medication Mm -hmm. or whatever your process needs no shame
1: yeah I also want to talk a little bit about um not just negotiation because negotiating dark age play is like negotiating any kind of other kink. You would come at being like, here's what I I might like. Here's what I do like. Here might be some things to avoid because they might trigger bad, you know, take me to a bad place here. You know, just the same ways you would talk about any kind of kink, right? But when you're in an age play space, especially when you're being super vulnerable in a dark age play space, you might get to a point where you're so little that you're not really great at communicating. And that is a problem if you're someone that can be triggered by dark age play and you're mm-hmm. not very used to it with a person that's very used to how you like to do it. Correct. So you need to make sure that even when you go into these little places, if something is making you feel like it's heading in a bad way, that you can stop things, redirect things, say, hey, don't use that language. I don't like it. You don't even have to get into why you don't like it. You don't have to tell the whole story and, you know, open up that whole situation. You can just be like, hey, I don't like being called that. Or, hey, I don't like this position. It doesn't feel good to me. Or whatever. Like, just make sure that you can get in there and stop it. Um, and for bigs as well. Like if you have something that a little wants you to do that just doesn't make you feel comfortable and sexy, you don't have to do it.
0: Nope.
1: You really do not. Nope. Again, not to beat the dead horse, but we say it almost every episode, I'm not a diaper person. And there are like millions of sexual diaper people on the planet. If you are one of those people, trust me, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. But if someone comes to me and says I want to do sexy things in a diaper, I'm gonna be like, not my not my gig. Like great for you not judging you but it's just not my gig it's not going to make me feel sexy so I'm not going to do it with you I hope you find someone else to do it with I wish you joy but like it's not my situation
0: yeah so the age play and sex conversation really starts with like we were saying earlier a lot of negotiation and Mm -hmm. I would say first you should be comfortable with age play without sex period like if you don't feel Mm -hmm. comfortable with age play at first then adding something else to it is only going to complicate it for you. So Mm -hmm. even without a partner, you should feel comfortable with whatever this persona is that you've created, you know, age play for yourself. And then you can say, okay, this through this lens, how do I want sex to look, right? Mm -hmm. And so once we start talking about littles, how you want sex to look can be a lot of different ways. I've seen people play with the like, I'm going to be a young vixen and seduce people or I'm going to be an innocent little maiden and I'm or I'm just a sacrificial martyr or I'm going to be a little dentist and menace or I'm going to you know (laughs) (laughs) like like they find these sort of archetypes for how they want to maybe they're going to brat during during sex they want to kind of fight Mm -hmm. back I've seen a lot of uh, really hot antagonistic fight back scenes so you know whatever you're into you can just Mm -hmm. sort of think about it thoughtfully. And then you have to talk to your partner. Like, for instance, Lola's not really a fight-back kind of mommy. So you wouldn't be a good match for her.
1: Me, however, I'll beat your ass, you know? So we could have a good time. You would absolutely love to hold someone down. And that, like, you would be like, it would be like a whoever overpowers whom and do yep. and does i feel and like did. that's that's what a lot of your sex looks like in general
0: absolutely i love a struggle yeah. i love it when we're like you know <laughs> my hands on your mouth you can't breathe like you're being su- suffocating is really hot for me choking is really hot for me you know we're in it now
1: people oh, lord
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know like no, if- but
1: you know it's it's interesting you talk about bratting, like I definitely don't play with brats. The only remotely bratty thing that I have seen in age play in sex that I thought was hot was I knew a little girl that wasn't allowed to swear (laughs) and she wasn't. And she said the F word Mm -hmm. around her dominant. And he took her back home and taught her exactly what that word meant.
0: Oh, that's hot. Very
1: violently. Very, very violently. You're going to use big girl words. You're going to learn what big girl words mean that's hot yeah that was hot so like that's about as far into bradding as i want to go
0: (laughs) and see me we can get as twisted as you want like i'll beat your ass with a belt i'll find some other utensils around the house like let's Mm -hmm. do it but once again that's the negotiation part you would learn who's the best mom you. absolutely
1: Absolutely. And, and also like, there's a ton of different ways to come at this, right? Like there are some people that are just like a little bit bratty, but mostly good. They just have a little sass to them. Mm -hmm. There are some people that are full on brats that want the Jackie experience where they're being held down because they're trying to fight back. You know, it's, it runs a whole gamut. There are some people that are just super duper good. And that's the kind of people that I tend to like, Mm -hmm. um, that is my wheelhouse is like super sweet angel babies that are just like so innocent and so sweet. And, don't even know what we're doing.
0: <laughs> yes, and I'm the aunt where you come to my house, you can drink wine.
1: You know, like Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> you know, bad influence. Okay, that's what I want to be. I want to be the auntie <laughs> where you're not gonna behave for anyone except me. So. Oh my gosh, that's fine.
1: Yeah, no, I'm the absolute opposite. Um, I. I, I, age play and sex is really like my favorite way to have sex and like it's actually kind of funny um this actually i'm going to back us up just a hair back to our like negotiation consent etc yeah um it's really not okay to like drop age play and sex on someone that you have not negotiated it with
0: correct even if they like it it's a
1: mood killer Even if they like it, if they haven't negotiated it with you, Mm -hmm. it can be extraordinarily creepy because that might not mean they want to do it with you, whatever, whatever, or they just might not be into it. Um, And to me, it's such a default that I totally get that it's like difficult to turn that off, but it's possible. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) If I'm with someone that's like, I'm really not into dark age play. It's not my scene. It turns my stomach. I will turn that off. Yeah. and we'll do something else because that you've given me a clear boundary so it's really not okay to be like now that we're naked can you call me mommy or now that we're naked yeah. you're such a good little boy like that's not okay that's a do. really good so, point
0: because creepy doms will try to sleep like slide in the age and you won't even realize that all of a sudden he's calling you his good girl and you think it's mm-hmm. just benign and all of a sudden it, it's not and, now and you like have your, your brain is
1: full of so many endorphins that you might be going along with it. And then later you're just like, that was super gross. What the hell? I told him not to do that. So Absolutely. like, don't fucking do that from either side. Cause I've also um, heard dominance talking about how people will just little out on them in the middle of sex. Yeah. And they are I've not expecting that. that. Mm-hmm, like they they'll be regress. fucking someone super mm-hmm. hard and they'll just something be like oh daddy I love that and they're like what just happened like they're just not into it like did you just call me dad like what the fuck we did not negotiate that at all like this is not okay what was that little voice like no it's so true.
0: it's true all of a sudden now we were just doing some real adult stuff and now you're yep, now one of us is not an
1: adult and I don't know what's going on yeah it's so not it's just okay. like yeah it's not okay to do but when you both negotiated it and it's super hot um, you'll start to find places where you meet. You'll start to find, like, the longer you are with the same person doing this, you will get so dark and so creepy because you'll start to learn, like, those weird little fantasies they don't tell you about, like, the first mm-hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just Listen, when you're a freak, you don't just, like, lead with your weirdest shit because you don't want to scare people. You don't know where their lines are. Um, but, you know, the longer that you get going with people, the more you're just like, hmm, yes,
0: no, it's I not understand not it's, playing sex. Some, it's, it's like a virgin weird... sacrifice.
1: It's not just age play and sex, it's this and that. You know what I mean? Like exactly. It's a witch
0: hunt. It's a this, it's a that. Ugh, it's like witch yes, hunt would be hot. I've done the yes. witch hunt. It was great. Um, <laughs> but one thing I also wanted to talk about is as a person who did have a traumatic experience as a child, and then I came to this and um I had to decide how I wanted to engage with it. A really quick red flag is when somebody needs to know all the details about what happened to you no absolutely fucking
1: i've never once asked someone for I, details
0: listen it happens a lot in age play where if is horrible it is really horrible so that's why i'm having this conversation very clearly with everyone you do not have to share the details of anything that happened to you with any other kinkster and there are people out here who are kingsters who want to hear your trauma stories because they get off your trauma
1: stories. Oh so no, absolutely not. You should be no. very
0: mindful, especially age play people who you choose to share that with just because you have had something happen to you. You can tell people you have had something happen to you without
1: Give any details at details. all correct you don't have to give them any correct. details at all and like i said if you hit a place in mid-scene mm-hmm. or when you're negotiating even you can just be like i don't like to be called baby doll correct I just don't you don't have to explain that you or don't if have you to get mid-scene it. and you are in a spot that your brain's like i don't like where we're sitting like this like i can we move this isn't working for me I, that's I it actually, actually you don't have to say you, any other things
0: i encourage you not to explain it because unfortunately literally that if someone is a predator, when gross. you explain, oh, you know, so I had a red gross. t-shirt on or something and they're going to use red t-shirt against you no. because oh, I know God. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be fucked up, but no, I really I'm, just not,
1: want I'm not. I'm a... not either. I'm just I'm angry that this exists. <laughs> like I I was not aware this was a thing. This is a definitely a thing. And I'm angry that this exists.
0: <laughs> and so it was it was hard for me early on to understand age play because of my experiences. And then I like literally the way it, it, it the way it made me feel better. This is when someone broke it down to me and they were like, Jackie, we're playing imagination games. Okay. We're not doing anything with anyone real, like any real, you know, minors. These are adults role playing Mm -hmm. together. So if you can just remind yourself of that, don't let your trauma take you back to someplace that's not happening now. Mm -hmm. And don't use now to recreate what happened then okay exactly what now
1: we're now, doing only what you want to do correct. and we're doing it in a way that you completely control and if at any point you're not feeling great about it you can stop you it can you can stop it to do that. you can
0: stop it another thing that I tell people about like masturbation especially if you have these experiences is that you learning to give yourself pleasure is going to be really important because unfortunately for a lot of people who have trauma other people gave them pain or pleasure And they didn't have any control. And so you learning to give yourself pain or pleasure in any context is you learning your own standards, your own boundaries, your own body. Mm -hmm. So you do have to know it enough so that you can provide it to yourself and so that you can explain that process to the next consenting adult that you get into a relationship with. And that whole experience of explaining what you want and then having someone say, yes, I agree, and then you doing it together, that that little microchasm is completely opposite from what happened in your abuse because you agreed and stepped into that bubble. And so Mm -hmm. you can enjoy it to the fullest of yourself because you stepped into that bubble. No one forced you to go do anything. And so I just want to give people that language because when you're having weird daydreams or fantasies and, you know, things might feel familiar when you're in it, sometimes it's hard to know how to get out of your own mind about it mm-hmm. how, to, how to enjoy it without guilt and shame and you don't have to yes. have guilt and shame about something that y'all
1: agreed to as adults to try mm-hmm. together right and also like I have a little tip that I can give and this is great for all kinksters this is something that um, my girl says that she does is when she's starting out with someone new she'll give them a boundary just to see what happens and that will let her know whether she can trust this individual if she has more boundaries. And that's I a great that. thing that you can do. You can just, when you're getting, when you're starting out with someone new, you can throw a boundary in there just in mm-hmm. mid scene, be like, um, this bondage cuff isn't working for me. It's hurting. Can we take it off and see what happens?
0: Yeah. I knew someone who used to do stuff like, um, Oh, I have this un- irrational fear of whatever. And they would wait to see if that person ever brought that up again Mm -hmm. And it wasn't anything they were actually scared of, like, oh, I'm scared of dogs, but actually you're fine with dogs. But you want to see if this person's ever going to
1: find a way
0: to put you in a dog situation or somehow. Without
1: telling you about it and having you agree to it, et cetera. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. And that
1: will also help you build trust. Again, if you're someone coming at this from a place where it's going to make you potentially really vulnerable and fragile, Mm -hmm. if they took the bondage cuff off immediately and didn't make a fussy scene about it then you know you can trust them to do other things to take care of you and stop immediately if you need them to. You know what I mean? Like, that's a really good thing to throw in there just in general, but especially if you're doing edgier play, it's a great way to test things before you get all the way to the edge of edgier play.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing too. Like we were saying how a lot of times folks will just jump straight all the way in, go all the way to the left. Like I did that for Mm -hmm. myself. I had so many daddies, y'all, it's crazy. I don't know none of the motherfuckers (laughs) now. But- (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, anybody who I thought was going to fuck me right, they were daddy that day. I was jumping into all types of situations. And now, when I had better partners and better sex, what I'm having even casually with people I like was better than those intense situations I tried to force with these one-night
1: stands, right? Like, fake daddy... You're recovering, You're recovering like, fake daddy fucker?
0: Yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> I am. And I also was, uh, at one point, I was fucking them, and I'll be like, guess what you are? You're daddy now! And he'll be like, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that's not the best surprise for everyone. Please don't it's do not, this. It's not. It's not. No. Don't do yeah, this. Yeah. It's
0: not. So we're telling you from... <laughs> (laughs) i'm telling you from experience it does not work Mm -hmm. out well you think everybody who wants to be daddy wants to be daddy but some people just say that word they're not trying to do anything they just it's just a word for them so you really the negotiation Mm -hmm. process is when you learn whether someone is actually wants to be your daddy or they just like saying that word when they're smashing you you're like
1: exactly exactly and you know it's fine to have those boundaries if you are someone that only wants to be daddy in bed or mommy in bed that's Completely fine, but again, be upfront about that so we're all on the same page, and you don't have a little that thinks you're going to build a bear next weekend because it's not what's happening.
0: Okay, so Lola, let's let's like sort of role play this out because if you're interested in having some hot age play sex with someone, what kind of questions would you ask? I mean, we're assuming you've already been flirting with them, and Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, maybe we're gonna, you know, see what's in your your panties. It's cute, right? What? What kind of stuff would you ask? Because me, I'm probably like, if I'm flirt- flirting with you, you're probably either a bottom or some kind of switch, maybe. Or I'm going to ask, like, so what kind of things do you like? Do you mm-hmm. like uh, S&M with your sex? Or do you like more of a, a
1: cuddly kind of experience? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one because a lot of littles only want cuddly sex yeah. um which is still considered edge play because you're doing age play with it but it Correct. is definitely not the same thing as littles that like to be hit with stuff while they're having sex or whatever else
0: yep yeah the more kinks you include into one scene I feel like the more edgier it becomes just because there's mm-hmm. more chance
1: variables
0: something up yeah exactly there's so more variables yeah, so rougher slide one of the first things rough
1: yeah i would ask just um i would start with like what is generally your age play age Mm. because that helps me a lot um and also lets me know whether it's like kind of the age play age that i tend to play more with or not um and how i would tend to play with that that sort of like age range or not um i would also ask like how do you come at sex from an age play perspective just like a really open-ended question like that mm-hmm. um to see like what their fantasies might be what they might have done in the past what are things that they might find hot um and when you're saying this kind of thing you can definitely say like this is just a fantasy of mine I've never done it but I've always thought it was hot when this and that or you know I've kind of or been I thinking about it like this yeah exactly like I've been getting off to this that and the other you know and so from there, you start doing exactly the same thing you do when you negotiate any other kink. You start figuring out where things match. And I might throw a couple things in there to see if you like those ideas. And it's really just like an idea session. It's like writing a story together. It's it like, like having that. a co-author. Exactly. It's like having a co-author for a story, right? Like you've got these two characters. They're going to fuck. What are they doing?
0: I think it's a really good point for me to mention is that um... – if you can't tell me in words how you at least imagine it, then you're not mature enough for us to be doing this. And I right. think a lot of little needs need sometimes... to know what you actually
1: want to do and what you actually do not want to do. It's a- very important. Absolutely. So it's like, I want to
0: wear a diaper and then get butt fucked, And then I want you to choke me a little and tell me I'm pretty. Done. I can mm-hmm. handle that, you know? Or I want some other scenario that I'm going to name, you know? But if you can't mm-hmm. say the words and... <sighs> I get so frustrated because sometimes it's like they'll they'll answer in ways like a child would answer. It's like you don't use Mm -hmm. the right words for anatomy or you're calling everything cutesy names. But when we're negotiating, that's when you need to show up as an adult. I don't want to hear touch Mm -hmm. my boo boo. I don't want to hear make me wiggle a lot. Unless you're right. going to say, make me wiggle a lot by fucking the shit out this of me. exact thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, negotiation time, you it's should not be made. coming at it from an adult space. Correct. Um, even if it's a cute adult space, you should still be coming at it from an adult space. This is not the time to actually be your four-year-old self or whatever your age play age is. Because yeah. if you are, it's going to be quite hard to negotiate with you and- dominance I know that are good at this are gonna be like, I don't know that I trust that I got the right limits and the right boundaries out of this conversation and I'm not sure I want to do this.
0: Yeah, you you can be shy when we're playing, but when we're negotiating I love it. Need to be up That's front.
1: my favorite thing ever. Yeah. Be
0: shy when we're we'll get into fun. that.
1: We'll get into my creepy shit later. But <laughs> like for negotiation <laughs> for negotiation, you should definitely be upfront be able to lay out what you need, lay out what you on. like. Literally your big girl panties have got to be on for that. Mm-hmm. Your big boy underpants have got to be on and you can change into your cute little underpants later, But right? Like when you're negotiating, got to put on the adult under underpants. Um, so yeah, I think we've pretty well covered negotiation. We've covered um, renegotiating in the moment. Don't do that. And, you know stating your boundaries is good but like mm-hmm. slipping into some sort of space you didn't agree on is not good um let's just talk about some creep shit like i'm creep shit i'm okay. ready to get fucking weird
0: okay so <laughs> age play and sex is so um special because in order to trust someone enough to do age play in general you have to be like open and vulnerable and willing to be mm-hmm. like silly and and have all these like private inside jokes and It just creates this very intimate relationship so then in order to have sex it's almost like you have inside jokes for sex too you know yeah
1: and I think like not only do you have inside jokes for sex but like if you're doing it right everyone involved is vulnerable like it's not just the little going to a vulnerable space like for me as a mommy it's super vulnerable for me to have age play sex because I am trusting you that we're all adults doing this and that you're not gonna like
0: be Freak weird the fuck
1: later. out, yeah. Freak the fuck out and, like, also tell the internet that I'm a child predator, which has actually happened yeah. from someone after a breakup. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. You yourself are in your 20s. What is going on? Like, <laughs> Yeah,
0: there. Th- that's the thing, too. Like, age play makes people remember or think about things in so many ways, and they'll conflate it with any fucking thing. And so that's why the people you trust
1: to do this with, you have to really trust that they're not going to lose their shit later literally or like like I said this relationship was lasted for years Mm -hmm. and like we came into it wanting to do age play together and then after the breakup because this person was mad they told the internet that I was into all these weird child predator things and I'm like first of all you yourself were in bed doing the same things with me so Mm -hmm. this is weird to start with second of all you're literally taller than me and I'm not short there's nothing about you that looks like a child what is going on (laughs) just like what is happening like It's such a good
0: point because folks, they, they feel so vulnerable. And then when it doesn't go the way their fantasy wants it to go... Mm -hmm. one of the first things they'll do is blame the top they'll just be like how dare you touch me like that and say those things sick things and you're just like you literally asked me to we had six we talked about this conversations about these specific
1: specific sick things like you literally specifically asked me to do these sick things like in no uncertain terms we bought (laughs) outfits together like what are you talking about literally that? This boy had so many onesies. Anyway. (laughs) I know. It's true. And it's always the person
0: who's like, loves it so much or feels like they Mm -hmm. don't have any other outlet for this. And then they finally get that, that one good nut, that one good clarifying orgasm. And they're just ashamed afterwards. And now. Yeah.
1: And I think that's a lot of it. Like shame can do weird things to people. We've talked Mm -hmm. about this a couple of times before. Shame can make people do all kinds of fucky stuff. And honestly, I get it. Like if after really amazing sex or a breakup or really amazing scene or whatever, suddenly the shame hits, I totally understand that. And that's not your fault, but like how you deal with it is. And you, like, turning that into everyone else's problem is, is a situation that you sh- you need to manage that on your damn own. Like, you can ask for support around that, but mm-hmm. not in the, like, I am ashamed of the thing we did for the last two years, so I'm going to tell the internet something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> and, th- and that's why you we kind of keep giving these disclaimers, because you really have to be careful who you do this with. Because if the person mm-hmm. is not willing to deal with their own personal issues about how oh, this makes
1: them feel... It can go from either left. side. From it either
0: side. Hard Man.
1: left, hard left. Because so I've also known bigs, especially ones that want like. So, as we were talking about a little earlier, there's like the cuddly, cutesy, "Ooh, daddy's fucking me. It's so cute." kind of yeah. scenes. But like, there are littles, and there are bigs, and I am definitely in this camp that can do rough age play stuff. Yeah. And so if you've really got gotten into it and you're really in dark territory, I've absolutely known some bigs that have freaked out a little bit the next day and been like, absolutely. am I a monster? Absolutely. Am I a horrible person? Because I forced this person into this like, um, CNC rape play age play scene. Like mm-hmm. that's a lot.
0: Like, I like time. that too much. What does that mean about me that I'm exactly. still turned on by that four days later? Like what, what kind of and person that's- am
1: I? In that case, you should reach out to your bottom so that they can assure you that they liked all the things you did, and they asked you to do that, and you're not, in fact, a monster. Like, that helps a lot. And
0: that's why we like adults, because if you do this fucked up scene with the little of your dreams, and then later on, they're like a whole adult, and they're like, hey, bro, I had a great time. Thanks for the dick. That was a great great conversation we had. Like, then you feel less crazy because you're Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you're not with somebody who can't comprehend the reality of the situation like fantasy and reality is what makes it fun when it's just fantasy then it's scary because you have no concept Mm -hmm. of what's really going on
1: and like people that are in an adult space can be joyfully excited about the fucked up stuff that happened to them because they're just like we're so into it and they're still glowing from it and that just immediately makes you feel less like you're a monster like I, I have shared so much on this podcast, so I guess I we're really going there. We're <laughs> really going there today. But one of the more fucked up age play scenes, sex scenes that I did, and this went on for years, this was like a common trope in bed for the two of us, is that I had a boy that I would fuck really hard and I would be whispering in his ear the entire time that I am training him because he's so small that when I start selling him to these men, that it's going to just rip him apart. That's I have awesome. to fuck him rough to like train his body not to come apart when I start selling him because that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take him out and I'm gonna sell him. So like this is not a thing that you would ever like stay at like Denny's. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the first time I did it, like the next morning, I was like, Jesus Christ, like we both came really hard. But, like, are we okay? No, and like going to jail. <laughs> First of all, are we going to jail? Second of all, like, are we good? Like, was that good for him too? And he was like, that was so hot. Hell yes. Fuck yes to that whole thing. That was, I, mm -hmm, yep, absolutely. That's what I want. So that's what I mean when I'm like, talk about it the next day. Make sure everyone was happy. And when everyone is happy, then you're like, oh, good. Yes, that was a horrible, like, incredibly dark thing that we did. But also- We're both adults, and we were at home in our own bed, and it was hot. So,
0: (laughs) and the thing I love about kink, it's like even when I do the really hot thing with someone, if later on, two years from now, I break up with that person and I hate them forever, I can still be like, we had hot sex. Mm I don't have to turn it into they're the worst person ever. Like we still had a lot of great fun.
1: And right. I consented to it at that. I wouldn't do it again with them, but no, absolutely had this a great and I time. are not are not besties anymore, but we definitely had hot sex when we were together, like a hundred percent
0: absolutely absolutely but that's the vulnerability too it's like if you mention like hey i want to do this hot scene where um okay first you go to sleep for an hour and then i come into the room while you're sleeping and i fuck you until you wake up and i tell you you know
1: sleep sex is so hot
0: i love again
1: heavily negotiate that shit (laughs) <laughs> heavily
0: negotiated, but once again, some people they absolutely love that shit. Some people, if you wake them up in the middle of the night, they're gonna fucking kill you, like you're a burglar. So, literally that. <laughs> so you gotta literally that who you're, who you're having sex with. Some people love that shit. Like a lot of my absolutely. partners have loved. I hadn't. I had an ex that used to take a sleeping pill. Mm-hmm. Yep, we did that too, and that's when you start again. Talking, heavily
1: like, negotiate that shit. I know. Heavily.
0: Thus these are things that I have done in relationships. I've known with people I've been yeah. I've known these people for multiple years and they have a track record of being a filthy pervert who does things mm-hmm. and enjoys it. It's like if you have a partner who's nervous about trying something new,
1: then no, you shouldn't just surprise them with any of this. No no, it shouldn't be a surprise in general, yeah. but it can still be like we talked about it like a week ago and now it's hot to do it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it exactly. doesn't have to be like but it shouldn't be a surprise that's not a thing sleep sex should never be a surprise write that down Absolutely.
0: <laughs> there was another person I heard talking about this who's like you know in certain relationships you can have categories of stuff where like this thing is always allowed and these things mm-hmm. must be discussed so it's like before if you, wanna, you do them exactly you can rub my foot literally anytime you want to I love that shit you can kiss me whenever you know I love that shit but maybe you can't Fuck my ass, whenever we have to discuss that beforehand so I can Mm -hmm. prepare, right? So if you want something extreme to be in the category of you have free range to do that shit, then you would have had to have been like, Hey, I really like sleep sex. I want us to do this, and you'll know I want to do it because I'll put a sock on the bedstand before I go to sleep. Right. And that's how you
1: know. That I'll, okay. I won't be wearing any panties when you pull the covers back. If exactly. If you pull the covers back and I've got on underwear, it's a no that I put the covers back on me. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. there are lots of ways you can do. Yeah. For hundred percent. So yeah. Um, but yeah, each play sex, um, super fun. Like I said, I tend to like good littles. I tend to like quote unquote inexperienced littles, which of course, as a bunch of adult queer pervert sluts, Probably these folks are not actually inexperienced, but it's fun to play in that, right?
0: (laughs) Versions are myths anyway, so you could be a version or a unicorn or anything you want
1: to be. So (laughs) it's conceptually faulty to start with. You can just make up shit, most people do. Um, (laughs) and just in case um, anyone is curious,
0: versions don't exist because penises do not have the ability to change anyone in the past, present, or future
1: so also like even if you have the anatomy they're talking about and even if you have a hymen that can be broken that shit can be broken falling down some stairs or riding a horse so fuck literally, off yeah anyway <laughs> like literally the first time you so, use a fucking so, tampon calm down everybody so,
0: so <laughs> like, i think that's cool too because when you think about like the, a lot of these concepts we're thinking about aren't even real but we just sexualize right. them so if you want to mm-hmm. do some deflowering scene god with a young listen
1: baby, Listen, it be that's a fun like live, be- listen that's a where I like to live Jackie
0: listen I'm a virgin every Saturday okay like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> no so okay so first of all speaking of consent I do want to say my girl and I right now talked about this episode before I got to recording it um so yes there are boundaries in place and I'm not just like telling everyone all our shit without having discussed it um that's nice But yeah, right? Amazing. You can just, like, talk to your partners about things. Um, (laughs) Wild. Um, But anyway, so yeah, we do a lot of, like, good girls don't type play. Mm -hmm. Like, that's our, like, main trope of sexual age play is, like, good girls don't. So, like, she has a lot of rules about boys, especially because, you Mm -hmm. know, boys will try it. You know how boys are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right.
1: So, like, girls don't count and of course of when course. she's with mommy everything it's fine it's fine to do things with mommy cuz that's of just course. exploring with mommy but like boys you know you have to leave the panties on they can't touch mm-hmm. you at, you know you have to have to keep it over the panties you have to make sure that they don't like they'll get away with things if you let boys get away with things mm-hmm. they'll they'll put it wherever you know what i mean they'll See, talk you into stuff
0: i just do the classic like you're sleeping over at my house shut the fuck up don't make any noise like if no, you I I start do making a lot noise and like, I have to like start shoving things in your mouth. Like I have to hot. hold you down. Like I'll really close hot. doors. Like I, I'll start making a whole scenario about other people are in the house listening or there's cameras. Hot. You know, like I do that mm-hmm. whole thing. Where I, like I I'll just create a whole world. More reasons why you cannot talk. No matter how hard I am fucking the shit out of you. And then I'm like, oh, you're getting better or you're open wider than last time or your dick is getting oh. or, you know, like look, like mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of like, oh, you're getting a little bit better next time, you know, or yeah. I taught you this trick. So I do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I do
1: a lot of like, well, so with, when, with us, it's kind of like we're our own universe and it's, you know, it's okay because it's just, it's just, you know, me and mommy, you know, it's okay with mommy to do these things. It's okay to feel good with mommy. It's okay to make mommy feel good. You know, you know, good girls just you know, do these things with their mommy. They don't go out in the world and do these things. Right? Like, so, no, cool. like, we both grew up in extremely Christian backgrounds. And <laughs> I think- you can't tell from this podcast. <laughs> from this podcast being as fucked as it is. So, I think that, like, the two of us were just too old to miss like actual purity culture. That's gotten way out of hand recently. Mm -hmm. I find it super hot because like, of course we get, we were given the purity doctrines and we were given the scriptures and we were given all the things, but we didn't have like purity balls, purity rings, all this shit. And I am fucking obsessed with this shit. Like it's so bizarre to me. I love it so much. I'm shopping for purity rings as we speak. I'm trying to find the perfect one. I found a website that lets you engrave shit inside the rings. And I'm like, what won't get me booted off this Christian jewelry website? (laughs) I'm sitting there like, would mommy's good girl make it through the censors? Because like, technically, a Christian family could call somebody mommy's good girl. That could happen.
0: Come to Jesus. I don't know.
1: No, no. I wanted to say mommy's good girl on the inside of the purity ring.
0: Maybe you just got to take that shit down to the piercing pagoda, bitch, because I don't know if they're going to let you do that at the Christian website now.
1: Listen, if they reject my shit, they'll just refund me.
0: So everybody's got their (laughs) own little perverted... uh, Oh, yeah.
1: And we're, we're talking about, as well, like, age play where the big is, like, controlling things by either right. force, physical force or coercion there's a whole other genre of age play that's like that lolita style of age play where the, yeah, little, with the a little temptress
0: yeah I was gonna say Um, my, my other favorite is the like the little as the temptress like cause once again these are actual adults so they can do whatever the fuck they want to so the, she could be honestly a, that's be a me little. as a little
1: mm-hmm. honestly that's me cause I'm not a little I'm a middle so that's honestly me like I am into tiny skirts I am um i had a daddy like feet so i would just i literally like the lolita maybe i would slide my feet over onto his lap and be like mm, touch See, I, your ship my feet." i think as
0: a middle i want to be like kissing cousins like you ever have that weird cousin who wants to play games <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah that's what i want to do i want to be like hey y'all i found this new game you want to play it <laughs> oh my god
1: i always win I- in the game though I'm sure you do I'm sure you do (laughs) the thing I kind of love about like middle instigated age play sex from my perspective is like especially since I've talked about multiple times I tend to date monster daddies Mm -hmm. so there always comes a tipping point where I've gone too far Mm -hmm. and I did not I don't know what I've unleashed until it's unleashed correct (laughs) and like it started off with like cute footsie in the crotch or like Me bending over to pick up stuff off the floor in a tiny skirt because, you know, I'm cleaning or whatever. And it always ends in me being like choked out while I'm being fucked until I cry, which is such a hot like, yeah, yep.
0: I had, I had this thing with age play where whoever I was fucking was becoming a woman, like, regardless of their gender, I was. Oh my God. To become a woman. So <laughs> that was always fun with the guys. It was just like, <laughs> you're almost there. You're becoming a woman now. And wow. <laughs> I have an wow. ex to this day. He is such a, like, a masculine, manly man. And I still call him baby girl to this day. And wow. He still, <laughs> he still talks about the time I took his virginity because we had so much fun it was that's also one of the things about age play too is because sometimes no matter what y'all look like in your heads the reality of the person you're with it's like some oh yeah
1: very different than a baby girl who's you're calling a baby girl
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
1: well and like when you're in it like you really are like conceptually these like big and little you know creations like Mm -hmm. I was I was trying to buy some clothes for my baby girl like a couple months ago and I realized I had absolutely no idea what size she actually was because I just conceptualized her as like kind (laughs) of (laughs) small like like wait a minute what are your actual measurements because I'm pretty sure that like little bean is not a size that I can purchase online like I don't think (laughs)
0: I know. That's how I feel too. It's like, what's your size? It's Not just smushy, wishy. No. Yeah.
1: Okay. They don't, they don't have cutie patootie online. I don't know what to do. What, what is your waist measurement? What the hell? Like, what is your bust? I don't actually know. Like, what?
0: That is so funny.
1: So yeah, it's, and I've, like I said, I've had little that are taller than me, but like when we're in, like together in mommy space, they're four years old. You know, I just, it has nothing to do with what you look like. It has everything to do with the energy that you're bringing
0: I know, but sometimes so. it is just fun when you're like
1: look oh, yeah. at my look at my giant little baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. 100%. Oh my god, yes. That's super yeah. fun. I enjoy it. Super that. fun. Um so yeah, I think like for me like if I'm bottoming for h play sex, then again, I'm definitely like starting shit generally. Um or if I'm not starting shit, it's because my daddy has like forcibly dragged me somewhere, kidnapped me or something just extremely violent um, <laughs> I am definitely someone that likes to mix fm with age play sex yes. um like when I am bottoming for age play sex if my daddy's not trying to kill me then I'm, God, I'm not bored Something's per se wrong, yeah. like something's either wrong or he's waiting to do something much, much worse. So I'm actually just like terrified the entire time because he's not hitting me and that's almost worse. What's, what is happening? What is, where's the scalpel? You know what I'm saying? What is, what is happening? Like, does he have some sort of horrible new toy that I have yet to meet? Like what is about to happen? So there's that. I,
0: I will say if he's not hitting you, if he's just saying horrible things,
1: Mm-hmm. sometimes that's also that's hot.
0: Enough. yeah sometimes you that's can just say hot. the worst things you could possibly think of to me while I'm about to come and that's enough mm-hmm.
1: you know yeah
0: literally just hurt my fucking feelings and I'll be like thank you come again because I'm
1: like with me just like tell me how you're gonna murder me <laughs> yeah exactly tell me what you're gonna do with my skin and my body after I'm dead like that is what we used to play because we are fucked up and that's fine we both agreed to that um
0: <laughs> so fucked up so. um fucked up age play sex is one of one of my favorite ones is um mm-hmm. i don't know if i ever talked about this on the show but um i told you i'll play the sims right mm-hmm. so i have this fantasy that i always bring up is the basement family
1: <laughs> oh my god yep i've heard this one here we go strap in people
0: well, that's it. They're my family. Nope. They live nope. in the basement. Yep. Just, that's it. Just... That's it. And mm-hmm. um, their accommodations in the basement really just depends on how good they've been. And Jesus um, <laughs> and that's one of my fam- fantasies. I just want a basement. That's family. a lifetime movie waiting to happen. Yeah. I mean, I would never yeah. do this, Your Honor. But, um, wow. Wow. <laughs> but I can play this out for fun and profit in my personal life.
1: And mm-hmm. I, that's
0: what I've been doing. And everyone mm-hmm. is happy. As far as you know. Yeah.
1: Of course. Yeah. Um, we've talked a lot about like um mommy daddy type sex and like things that are kind of more like familial play. There's a whole bunch of age play that you can do that's sexy that doesn't necessarily have to be people that are quote unquote related to you. Um, I had a whole scene once where I was trying to achieve the position of head girl at prep school.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, there's a whole age play that's not incest related
1: right so like it was a goal-oriented scene where i had to like give a whole lot of blowjobs and do a whole lot of sex to see if i could earn that prefect position
0: yeah I've i got seen it the by the gay-
1: way of course you did
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've seen the gay boys doing um like choir boy stuff and mm-hmm. i've seen catholic school girls and nuns and
1: you know i've seen
0: like any sort you know of- that i
1: identify as a den mother uh, yeah um I'd love to play a game called What Can I Fit in the Cub Scout? <laughs> it's a fun game. I tell you, it's a fun fucking game. And it'll usually be like something also age play related, like Hot Wheels cars or Legos or, you know, just something, something tiny. If you're doing this in an ass, please use a female condom and keep the edges outside of the asshole. Thank you. But, you know, in the front door, just make sure the shit's clean. You can just keep shoving shit in there
0: i um
1: <laughs> there always so... comes a point where you're silent and i i don't know when that's ever going to be but it's at least once an episode
0: i'm like <laughs> how, how much do you know like
1: once we start telling them to <laughs> shove toys in their
0: shit i'm just like what are the, <laughs> what are the next things we should warn them about like oh god i mean they're gonna do that but i didn't know we were gonna tell them to do that so that's great
1: if they're going to do it anyway they should do it safely yes anyway (laughs) Um, i've also also, again goal-oriented sex i talked about this scene once but i had a little that wanted a big toy so i've definitely done scenes where i go to like a target or something and i walk through the toy aisle and i'm like whatever toy you pick you're gonna have to earn it and whether that's through pain or through sex or through being shared with mommy's friends or whatever.
0: And if you we'll can still do age play with the two of you both being um younger, because that's mm-hmm. a lot of like fun, mutual exploration, lighthearted.
1: Playing house, playing, playing doctor. House,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Playing dolls, you know, playing with your pup yes. or your, your kitten or whatever. You can mm-hmm. definitely do a lot of that too and yeah it's really just about what type of energy you want do you want the energy of like an older mature person who's either correcting or teaching or guiding or do you want like or
1: coercing or forcing
0: exactly or do you want some sort Mm -hmm. of like mutual naive exploration with Mm -hmm. people who are approximately the same age or maybe different age groups Or do you want some sort of coercive, like someone that I should be able to trust is taking advantage of me? So,
1: you know. Mm -hmm. Also, like you mentioned like pups and things. That's a super great relationship that I don't see nearly enough of. Like I I used to have a pup and like my little girl loved playing with this puppy and like we would definitely have puppy sex sometimes. And sometimes I was in like adult mommy space and sometimes I was like slightly littler, but it was always just full of giggles because like, honestly, when you're being like full body licked and humped by a pup, it's funny. (laughs) Like there's no way you can keep it. This is not serious sex. Like there is someone licking you from stem to stern. It is hysterical and it's adorable. It's so happy and joyful. It's so exciting. And like the pup's so excited that like the brakes have been taken off and all those things he's usually not allowed to do. It's like, yeah, we can hump you now because we're not in public, you know
0: <laughs> it's true. I mean you think about pups, like they really like to be able to let go. And so mm-hmm. if you're like you get to hump my leg or mm-hmm. you get to lick me or you get to smell me even or smell my panties mm-hmm. and they're in pup space. That so is cute. like Oh, it's, it's cute, so cute and it's
1: fucking hot also. Like it's so hot. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's hot. Yeah. Like really. But and also. It, it goes
0: really well with age play because it's like uh, what is that um though that like suntan lotion where the puppy's like pulling down her swimsuit? That, oh yeah, the little
1: baby, that iconic um like mid century image where the pup's pulling down the the bikini yes. bottoms. That's oh, baby. what it That's reminds adorable. me of.
0: It's kind of like this playful, sexy fun you know time that you both can be having and, and mm-hmm. that's a great way where sex can have um, s and or dark themes but still feel really light-hearted
1: mm-hmm. you know yep.
0: and that's what I like the most even if my sex is fucked up I want to giggle the whole time
1: yes you know and I do a lot of fucked up stuff where we're not necessarily giggling but like it's just always adorable when you can also giggle during sex
0: like, I mean, if it's truly fucked up, then I think the top is probably gonna giggle anyway, just because the oh yeah, gonna come giggle. out of their body, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, like just a bit the a devil rising up, yeah, yeah,
1: hundred yeah, percent. Um, there are also um people. It's me. I am people that really put like heavy, edgy SM into their sex, and like I said, I enjoy this from the bottom, but I also really enjoy this from the top. So like, um. For example uh, last weekend actually um my girl and i did a blood scene where there were just these adorable little ruffle socks and they were just like these pristine little white ruffle socks that all these little drops of blood kept falling on which was so cute it was so adorable and we definitely like fucked in the blood and did a bunch of other stuff but like the ruffle socks were really just like what made it for me
0: so sweet that's so specific that's how i know you're a freak um <laughs> i remember getting fucked one time and they were just beating me like donkey kong in the chest while i was getting fucked <laughs> like it was just this like my image of SM is like are we fucking or fighting i right. <laughs> really can't tell and i really like that heavy thud in my body while i'm getting mm-hmm. fucked because it's just like oh uh, oh uh, like more of a thuddy the same thud that you get when your cervix is being hit was like a really yes. thick yeah that's what yep. I that's what I want but I want it like mm-hmm. fists or gripping or something smacking and so if it's a really good sex scene I should feel it on my skin also not mm-hmm. just inside of me right 100% so That's that's my jammy jam and the and the best sex even when it's not like necessarily S&M the best sex is usually when like you're gripping the shit out of me something hurts like while I'm crying yeah. something hurts you're pulling mm-hmm. something. You're biting
1: something. And then it's or both. like if I am bottoming for like age play sex. And like I said, usually that's extremely violent. Because actually I would find it potentially creepy in a bad way if it wasn't violent. Never thought about that. But there you have it. Really? Um,
0: <laughs> really? I've so never you,
1: considered if- it. But, so age yeah play, no, I just, like
0: sweet age play sex doesn't do it for you it has to be
1: sweet sort sex of... in general doesn't do it for me so if you added mm. baby talk I would just be like fuck no get off me <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like because if you're an adult and you're trying to just like gently kiss me I'd be like ew stop but, <laughs> mm. but if you were like gently kissing me and like baby talking I'd be like what is wrong with you it's just how i'm that's wired so interesting.
0: that's so interesting I, I can i don't have to have the M, but you do have to be saying something fucked up like if even if you're telling me you love or, me yeah, it's got to be like i love you now yeah, shut up it has to at
1: least be you whispering something fucked up but i would also like you to back up those threats mm, i understand so like i think i talked about this a long time ago but like literally the only time i one of the few times i've ever been successfully fisted was because the person was my daddy and so i was like in a ton of pain and like screaming and crying and he just Mm -hmm. kept forcing that in until it got in there Mm -hmm. because that's while telling me that I could take it for daddy and that daddy likes when I cry
0: see I don't have a problem with like the sweet age play stuff because it's like okay so just like I can have a scene without fucking right I could fuck without kink but they have to be like near or related to each other you know what I'm trying to say like it doesn't have to be the same Mm -hmm. time but if we had a really fucked up scene and then later that night we had some sweet sex that's cool because we also Mm -hmm. already did the fucked up thing but if we're just only being nice to each other I don't trust
1: that well that's the (laughs) thing like from the top I can definitely have sweeter age play sex sure like Like, is mommy space yeah is in mommy space absolutely because like One of the things that, like, really will, like, fast track me to mommy space, which you talked about in the titty edition, is, like, scenes that are, like, nursing scenes or, like, scenes where you're, like, connected up and, like, really snuggling and, like, Mm -hmm. in kind of that nursing position that is, like, just immediately going to turn me on. But it's not the usual, like, insane violence that's happening. I'm not whispering, you know, terrible things in your ear. I'm just coming and like saying that's making mommy feel really good and we might also like I might like reach into some onesies or reach into some panties or I might like put my leg between your legs and you mm-hmm. know or like put your hand between my legs or whatever and it's that's probably like the sweetest type of age play sex that I have just because that's such an intimate like sweet position but I'm still whispering like you're gonna make mommy come which is hot
0: Yeah, I agree with that, too. And I'll also say, like, similar to, like, the breastfeeding, I think if there's a thing that y'all do every single time where it becomes ritualistic, Mm -hmm. then that can be sort of sweeter because it's almost the coercive part of being the ritual that is turning you on. It's not just the kisses. It's, like, what that ritual is for y'all relationship. So, like, maybe you, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, y'all have some sort of weird ritual around it then yeah. maybe i don't necessarily need to be punched <laughs> in the titty.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. it's Super sweet. And and i just i wouldn't necessarily imagine hurting someone in that space cuz it's such a sweet space and we're in such a like again we're in our little bubble where it's just like this sweet little moment where we're together. Like i know? know some
0: folks who like to get fucked when they have their pacifier, but when they're when mm-hmm. they have their pacifier it's like that's not punch me time. That's sweet mm-hmm. sexy time you know and then they could take yeah. it out you could do something else later but when they put that in they would only be expecting cuddling and nurturing type of sex as opposed to yeah when they're getting spanked and, you or know, something.
1: it's good to know these things about yourself if you notice something like that please tell your partners because again you know, even if it's happening organically, they might not know that you don't ever, ever want to do X, Y, and Z when you're in this space specifically. So they might haul off and smack you one time and you'd be like, what the hell? So like, please, <laughs> please, please let your do partners that know. Yeah. Like, wow, what the hell? I had my pacifier and we never do that. You know what I mean? Like they might be yeah. like thinking it's your birthday. I'm gonna spice things up. Like, don't, you know, <laughs> So like let's seriously like dominance try shit. Cause we want to make you happy. Just, you know. Let us know if that's not gonna make you happy. Um but, but other, yeah it's... the other thing I
0: would say to this too is that's why I really keep talking about masturbation, because if you really need your pacifier on in to have some sort of sweet sexy moment and you can do that with yourself. Maybe your partner doesn't want to use the mm-hmm. pacifier during sex, maybe it's too weird for them or something, but you could still have that. Like just because you don't do it with your partner doesn't mean you can't still have that in a different way in your life Mm -hmm. you know maybe your partner doesn't like diapers but you can still wear diapers in your life
1: right I fully encourage people that I date or play with that like diapers to do that either with other people or on their own again not judging you for them existing I just don't want to play with them with you like go for it if that's your thing thing just like any other kink that i don't share feel free to do that with other people it's great you know (laughs) like maybe and maybe
0: that's a birthday kink maybe on your birthday i'll change one diaper just because i I like you i don't know or maybe i won't see i don't
1: i so i know people do that sort of thing Mm -hmm. but to me i don't like doing that for two reasons one you're breaking your own boundary Mm. and you're doing something that you don't necessarily want to do and you just shouldn't do that and two from the other side of things it's going to be like it's either going to be like I wish they would do this more often now that I've experienced this this was amazing but they never do it for me mm. or it's going to be like they're only doing this because it's my birthday and they really don't like this and I don't like how this feels because it's usually a kink that's like super joyful for me hmm. that's so interesting I never thought about it that way but I guess that's true yeah you know what I'm saying? Because okay. if I had somebody that was just like, I'm not usually into blood play, but for your birthday, I'll let you cut me. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't <laughs> like, know. I mean, everything if- about that sentence was weird to me. Like, what do you mean you're not into blood play, but you're going to let me cut you? That doesn't even make any sense. Like,
0: <laughs> okay, sure. I guess I can see when you say it like that, but it's also like, right. I've, I've been the person who's been a blood bottom for something for my friend. I didn't necessarily want to do it that
1: day but I don't mind that activity in general so I'm like I right be- but you do it other times right yeah, like yeah. so it's not just like I I never do this thing but I'm doing it just for you like even if you don't do it often if you do it like here's an example leather as we've talked about I hardly ever wear leather like full leather because it hurts my body because it's so heavy but I do wear it from time to time I wear it for myself I wear it to leather functions I've been wearing it for decades Mm -hmm. so if I put on full leather because I'm with a leather fetishist that wants to do stuff with it I'm not just wearing it for them that one time and I'm resenting it the whole time. Does that make sense? Like, No,
0: that makes sense. Because you've already invested in it enough to buy it previous.
1: Exactly. And I wear it other places. I think it's hot, et cetera, et cetera. I just don't do it often. That's different than like... So, like pulling out the thing you don't do often for whatever reason is different than like I literally never do this, but it's your birthday, so I guess I'm going to do it. Like, that's not the energy for a. Kink that's true.
0: Kink. We don't want a resentful sex life,
1: <laughs> right? We're not exactly.
0: Encouraged- yeah.
1: Nor do we want to dangle someone's favorite kink in front of them and then be like, "And I won't be doing this again until your next birthday." Bye. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Hope you're still around enough. in a year to experience this diaper shit with me again. Okay, bye. So, yeah. honestly
0: this is a great reason to like have kinky friends because you might be surprised literally might do it for you as your friend without it being a whole thing
1: literally that literally have kinky friends and also like be out in the scene and no tops and like people that respect your boundaries so even if you can't like have sex with everyone you could do your fun kink with them
0: yeah because I think as kinky friends I've definitely done scenes that were not my bag but they were my friend's bag and it was like sure, I want to help my friend have a great time, you know. I'm not necessarily sexually into my friend, but I fisted them at this party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I had fun with them and I still enjoyed it. So I think it maybe it depends, right, on your mindset when you get into it. If you know going into it, this I'm I'm being a service top versus
1: I'm right. trying to
0: get what I want out of it.
1: Exactly. And like like I said, there are lots of kinks that I don't necessarily mind. They're not a limit. Mm-hmm. Like feet, we've talked about this if someone wants to rub my feet, and they're getting off on it. Great. I'm not, but if it makes you happy, <laughs> it doesn't bother me. <laughs> right. Right. But it's not the same thing. as like, you don't touch my feet. There are just those never feet people out there. I get it, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? So there's different levels of it. So yeah, if it's something that's a limit limit, don't suspend your limit just because you want to do something nice for somebody. That's not the move. So before we leave, <laughs> no, you haven't told me your most fucked up age play things. I don't feel I'm My I feel most like I'm out on
0: fucked up age play things was usually like breastfeeding. Um I molested a lot of boys. You mm-hmm, know, you're talking about yeah. boys to men, I was turning men to boys. Okay. I
1: Yeah. And like whispering they have to keep it a secret. Absolutely.
0: I did a lot of the secret. I did a lot of the, um, if you don't do what I want, I'm going to tell your mom or your, tell somebody about Mm -hmm. you like blackmail. Like I heard you're failing in school. So, you know, because you're a bad kid, you had to house. Um, I've definitely done the, you're a virgin. So I gotta like show you where thing goes and where it goes Mm -hmm. is up your ass always in case you
1: are wondering. Oh, there is also that trope of like teaching littles, like how to fuck like big boys and girls.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like,
1: you don't know how to fuck mommy like a big boy. Yeah. That's and why mommy it, always fucks you. But I'm going to show you how to fuck mommy like a big boy.
0: And if you're doing the s and and the fear stuff, because fear fucking is really fun. Like mm-hmm. making you scared of me because I'm holding knives and stuff like that. I definitely did a scene with a little. We were like, you know, um, we're going to make a new hole for you. And so we had wow. like all these dull knives. And we were just like, it was me and some friends, actually. And we were just like um, using the dull knives to like, Dig into their side and just discuss all the different holes we could cut like Swiss cheese and how we'd fuck each hole mm. and how this hole will feel and how if you cut the holes uh, differently they'll feel differently and so we had this whole like elaborate running commentary over this person about different holes types and what holes could yes. feel like and so it was just <laughs> it was just
1: ongoing
0: so that That's was also more like group,
1: group stuff is amazing like yeah. You know, a group of people has kidnapped a little or like the little mommy or daddy is like, oh, all my friends are coming over. I need you to service my friends. Um, That was a recent party that my girl and I went to where we were. I was like, well, you know, normally, you know, we only do the sort of thing with mommy, but you can service all my friends at this party.
0: Absolutely. Remember, it's a like, sleepover. Remember,
1: it's, it's a party. And these are all my friends. And remember that good girls swallow. <laughs>
0: it's like what else do girls do at sleepovers they all have lots of sex right isn't that what exactly. y'all did in, in the girl scouts or was it just 100
1: in... absolutely right. it was yeah. so yeah like you can definitely like play around with like oh this one person is my mommy or daddy but all of these other people are also here and why is that you know <laughs> and so the <laughs> i'm letting going... you out
0: going off of something we talked about in the beginning which is like if something happened to you and you're seeing these themes and bada bing bada boom like how do you play with it without reenacting it and I think that's when it becomes important to think about the themes so for Mm -hmm. instance like the things that happened to me which I don't have to go into details about because we've already discussed that nobody has to go into details about their trauma but um, the things that happened to me I looked at the themes of it and I was like okay a loss of control a loss of sense of self autonomy So like the things that I'm into sometimes have to do with losing control or not having control. Right. And so Mm -hmm. then I just think if I tried a new scenario, would I want to be the person who loses the control or the person who has the control? And for Mm -hmm. me as a little control freak, the idea of having the control was super sexy. And so that was a way where I'm not drawing directly from what happened, but I can still understand based on my experiences, is, what are the things that I want to play with moving forward and so now yeah. I'm like I like to be that the one in control
1: that's actually a huge part of my mommy kink mm-hmm. like I have done a ton of therapy work about it obviously but my mother is not a good person mm-hmm. and being in that role in a way that I control and like playing in some of the monstrous sadistic things but in a way that's very controlled and in a way that I can turn on and off is what does it for me and is, yeah you know so again you can arrive at places through a lot of weird avenues but <laughs> you know the important thing about kink is that you're in control of it even if you're, bottoming, you're in control of it all the time you have Absolutely. the power and control which is so important when you've survived weird shit so yeah um I think that's a huge part of it for a lot of people. A lot of people come to age play and sex from a perspective of someone that survived something, but when you're doing it as an adult, it's yours. It's yours. You can choose whatever you want to do. You can choose whatever you don't want to do. You can stop it at absolutely any time. It's great to have all that power back.
0: Yeah. I know a lot of folks who've been through trauma. There's this fear that I'm going to become just like the person who did the thing to me. And the first step is realizing that if you're even considering that, you're already not that person,
1: right? Exactly. 100% so, that.
0: So you're not that person because you're considering it. You're not that person because you choose partners and you negotiate and talk to them. Y'all decide what you want to do together. You create boundaries together. You have fun, sexy games. You Everybody gets off. You have a great time afterwards. So all of that mm-hmm. creates the situation where you're not like that so i just want to give people um the language to be able to say that especially in this world like we said in the beginning of this where people
1: will conflate anything with what you're actually doing any fucking thing but guess what they have never been able to stop you from having whatever kind of sex you want to have in your own home and in other people's private homes and in other people's private dungeon spaces before and they're not going to stop it now correct correct they've and tried for hundreds and thousands of years and it's never worked once
0: and it's so interesting people are gonna be freaks because you know age play we're not having stupid conversations about who should be allowed to come to the party it's like 18 and over the end right the, right. the other people are the ones who are trying to debate age of consent and who should be allowed to marry Literally, a kid like and all this other craziness stupid shit. they're
1: dropping child marriage laws all kinds of nonsense like shut the fuck Bullshit. up if you're this like several of them on trial for like actual child crap. Fuck off. Fuck Literally all the way that. off. Literally like, that. Literally that. Why are that. these people not in fucking jail? So like all of this is like, trust me, you're not the one with the problem if it's you and all your partners boo. are grown ups. But you should have you may have to defend yourself. You may have to defend yourself to other kinksters, which is always super harmful, because, Mm -hmm. again, the Internet is full of the the Internet police that Mm -hmm. are the the pretend the the kink police that like to hang out on the Internet, telling you that like pictures of colorful rope is fine. But like the minute you start doing anything mind fucky, you're going to Internet jail. So like you're going to have to potentially defend yourself to those people, although I would recommend not even talking to them they're not worth your time. But if you run into this in real life in a kink space, you may have to defend yourself real quick. You may have to be like, actually, I'm not the least bit attracted to children. Age play is always done with people that are way above the age of consent. Um, that's all I'm going to really say about it because your argument was about me being with children and that's simply not the case.
0: It's not. And the then
1: case. you leave it alone. You don't have to tell them any other details about your shit. You can just let it go with that. Um, yeah. And like I said, the internet police that are online yelling at you because you posted a picture of yourself in a onesie can get fucked. Just block these people. You don't actually need to talk to them. It's not necessary.
0: Yeah, it's not necessary at all. Just understand that this is one of those kinks that people will immediately project things onto. It's not mm-hmm. your responsibility, but you should just be aware of that.
1: Yep. You should be aware of it, but also know that it's very possible they're coming from a place of their own shame who knows what's going on with these people, but they're not your responsibility because you're not actually doing anything wrong. It is not your responsibility to like worry about these people's emotions. If that can makes sense, can we also
0: just talk about that real quick, too? Because I think a lot of times we talk about guilt and shame, we get into like thought crimes, like the yes. idea of thinking of something is inherently bad, and the idea thoughts are not actions, right? like mm-hmm. thoughts aren't inherently hurting anyone you're just thinking you know every thought in your mind isn't even necessarily yours right right and people want to conflate your sexual thoughts and fantasies to the actual abuse of minors and other people they does it doesn't conflate right so you don't right. have they're to not pretend. the same
1: thing at all they're you don't have to entertain thing. these false arguments you and don't. to a certain extent these people know they're not same thing they just correct. like yell on the internet and they found a great target so just block them there's absolutely no reason to entertain these like incredibly logical fallacy laden arguments that these people have so again that's the
0: main point i was going to say arguing with them gives them their their argument gives them attention weight. correct away yep. attention. and so it's best that you haven't you have you should know how to defend yourself but
1: you don't have to defend yourself The happiest kinksters I know are people that if they're on the internet at all, their shit's all locked down. (laughs) Yeah, real talk. (laughs) Honestly. I'm serious because they just do not care about your goddamn opinion about their lifestyle. They don't. Like, either you're here because you're meant to be here or you're not. Yeah,
0: and also just be aware when you're putting your age play stuff online your pictures and things like that the way you mean it
1: may not be the way your picture gets t- sent around exactly because again that's one of the things the one of the things you're we talking about before this episode is like what if this gets in the hands of the like right wing side of the internet that likes to yeah. cherry pick random um bites, yeah take it completely out of context and then turn us into monsters and that is something that can absolutely happen to your age play pictures so just be absolutely. aware of that be conscious that that's a thing that could happen on the internet at any point and any time to anyone, especially if you're an adult baby. They really zero in on that for some reason. If you're I a woman, if you're share queer, this fetish. Mm-hmm. If you're trans, gotta help you. Like you they're know. just doing the uh, fucking most with trans people right now. So like, yeah, be aware of that. Be careful. Like I said, it it sucks to have to lock everything down because then you don't make new friends that are actually into the same stuff as you. But sometimes it's necessary.
0: I honestly go through my friends list every now and then and just remove people if they haven't like interacted with me in a while because I've seen too many folks get doxxed by just some random person who'd been following them for forever who just decided mm-hmm. now's the day I'm going to take these pictures, make a new Twitter account, dox somebody just to be an asshole. So I'm like, if we haven't talked in a while, you don't need to just right. be following my life and getting updates. Like you can to cut Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So yeah, be a little careful. I know we say this every show, be a little careful, especially with this topic. If you're posting extremely sexy pictures of you in age play space, good luck with that. Yeah, that good luck be, with that. I th- highly suggest you lock that shit down.
0: Sheesh. I mean, unfortunately, if you are um flagging age play, you are going to meet creepers. Like it's going to mm-hmm. be 100% you're going to meet creepers. People who are making those conflations we're talking about, they're going to see you and think maybe, you know, you want to talk about that too. So you that's why HPAs right. need to be very strict about 18 and over, 21 and over, whatever is your area, right? Mm-hmm. Because some people will try to segue into other awful conversations. One of the yeah, ways no. that I, as a survivor, keep my sanity is by being militant, about absolutely. who and where and how I do this absolutely thing. just like if I was yep. a gun older I would lock my fucking gun up I wouldn't let everyone know I have a gun I would just have my property and take care of my shit you know what I'm trying to say because I recognize it right. can be dangerous and I exactly. feel the same way about this stuff too like people can conflate this and by conflating it They are creating an extremely dangerous situation for anyone involved.
1: And for the entire adult
0: community that does this shit. Correct. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And yeah. But I also just said this because, like I said, people who are survivors, when they are, are like worried about the guilt and the shame, if you have a clear method of not allowing certain things in your space only dealing with adults, requiring people to to negotiate, to say their big boy, big girl words, to tell you what Mm -hmm. they want. Like you're going to get a different caliber of experience versus if you're messing with these naive people who are just figured out what autonomy was last week.
1: And haven't given you the proper boundaries, limits, etc. They're just flying by the seat of their pants in this scene. Like, no. Absolutely.
0: Or they're recreating a thing that their uncle did and because God they God. haven't figured it out yet. They're just like, well, this was kind of, you know, now you're in the middle of somebody's fantasy slash
1: nightmare yeah like, absolute trauma you're in the middle of their trauma and that's not a great place to be trust me on this one as a top or a bottom mm-hmm. not a great place to be sometimes you'll occasionally hit those trigger landmines by complete accident and it's not fun then so don't go there yeah. intentionally like what are you doing
0: we're not playing and <laughs> we're not playing in our trauma we are no. enjoying our experiences we are having intense experiences we're having life changing experiences but we're not going to the dark place and just jerking off right (laughs) Right. Like that's
1: That's not what we're doing
0: that's a that's not a great cycle that is cutting creating
1: our own bespoke experience that we ourselves did for ourselves absolutely you know it's not the same thing as a situation that you had no control over
0: absolutely so we so we really have to be able to say that and know that in our body before we start involving other people in it because if Mm -hmm. you can't get yourself out of your flashbacks and triggers all you're doing is inviting someone else into that yep and that's all yep
1: sure it's is. Really i awful. don't i don't want to go to there with you either yeah. i mean it's one of those things where of course i'll support you if there's something that's happening but like we're not trying to do that on purpose
0: but i'm not a therapist babe i'm trying to get off literally
1: like, that too that part too yeah so yeah. yeah well i think we've gone down a little bit of a rabbit hole and that's okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, we were talking about sex. What other, what other kind of sex we gonna talk about? I mean, I did a lot of the like. I talked about my sleep sex. I talked about um how I be coercing co- all of the the littles, mm-hmm. um. I did some some force and violence kissing cousin sibling kind of stuff I think is fun especially as a gay I find that fun because it's like (laughs) you're you're either like sisters or roommates like nobody thinks you're actually dating so it's like okay (laughs) okay sis (laughs) like let's
1: play weird (laughs) let's play weird I think that's a great place to end on let's play weird should have been the title of this episode
0: (laughs) it's not too late
1: oh my god all right this has been amazing i always love meeting fellow pervs so please um if you have more fun stories for us the perverts of color dms perverts of color at gmail.com we love to hear this shit but yeah send me a sexy story and then we'll
0: read it on the next um podcast that sounds fun all right goodbye y'all